Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello and welcome into another edition of Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, Davey Hudson, alongside Denard Walker. And we are here to give you a bonus edition of Believe in Titans as we discuss the Tennessee Titans 2020 schedule release. And to get us started, I'm going to run through the Titans 2020 schedule. And unless otherwise stated, the game is set to kick off at 1 Eastern, noon Central. But week one, prime time, Monday night football. The Titans are on the road to play the Denver Broncos. And that game is going to kick off at 10-10 Eastern. Week two, the Titans are hosting the Jacksonville Jaguars. Week three, the Titans are on the road facing the Minnesota Vikings. The following week in week four, the Titans are hosting the Pittsburgh Steelers. Right after that in week five, the Titans are hosting the Buffalo Bills, followed by hosting the Houston Texans in week six. Week seven, the Titans have a bye. And coming off the bye in week eight, the Titans are on the road to face the Cincinnati Bengals. Then the Titans are back home hosting the Chicago Bears. And then in week 10, the Titans are hosting the Colts for a Thursday night football game. That one's set to kick off at 8.20. Week 11, the Titans are going to face the Baltimore Ravens in Baltimore. Right after that in week 12, the Titans go on the road to face the Indianapolis Colts. In week 13, the Titans are hosting the Cleveland Browns. Week 14, the Titans are on the road playing the Jacksonville Jaguars. In week 15, the Titans are hosting the Detroit Lions. A time has not been set for that game yet. Week 16, we have another primetime game. The Titans are on the road to play the Green Bay Packers on Sunday Night Football on NBC, and that game will kick off at 8.20. And then to wrap up the season, the Titans are once again on the road playing the Houston Texans. So that is a quick rundown of the Titans' 2020 schedule. And Denard, when you first look at this schedule, what are your initial thoughts? I think it's a favorable schedule. I mean, there's no such thing as an easy schedule. Everybody, every year, they'll say, you know, this this schedule really fits, you know, what this team wants, you know, for them to make it where they want to be. That's, that's a totally a misconception. Don't ever believe that. 32 teams, that means each team, any given Sunday or Monday or Thursday, you can be beat. So you always have to have the mindset every year that a schedule is just a schedule. It's going to be tough regardless of who's on there and regardless of what their situation or their record was last year. Denard, one of the things that people were really interested to see with the Titans schedule this year is, are they going to get more primetime games? Last year, the only primetime game the Titans had was the Thursday night game in Jacksonville game did not go according to plan at all this year after the deep run in the playoffs Titans have three primetime games and they possibly could even have four when you're looking at those games what stands out to you well basically it's very simple that's what success will do for your franchise if you win that's what happens you will be rewarded and, and that's what is happening with this organization right now. That's what happens when you go deep into the playoffs. You come back the next year, you, you will be rewarded. And that's what you're seeing with this team right now. This will give people a chance uh, to see this team that, let's say, on the West Coast, you may not really see much Tennessee Titans games. This is what these, what these games will do, these primetime games. It, it exposes you to the bigger market out there in San Francisco. It allows people in Seattle now to see what this team is about. Last year, you probably wouldn't be able to see that. So that's the greatest thing about these primetime games. But the only way that you can get them is that it ha- you have to win. The more you win, the more you are rewarded uh, in this game. 
Denard, from a player perspective, what was it like playing in a primetime game as a, as a member of an NFL team? Well, it's everything. I mean, think about it. Monday night football, how many teams can honestly say that they get to play on Monday night? It's just two teams, okay? I know sometimes now they do a four-team format, depending on if you're on the West Coast. Only week know. one, so. Exactly. Well, week yeah. one, again, they're going to come out. It's just them and Denver. And I had a chance back in 01 to basically, we hosted Giants uh, in 2001 at Invesco Field. It was the first game played at Invesco Field at Mile High. It was a new stadium. And it was hype. But what was so hype about it was the fact that you're the only two teams that are going to be playing that night. So all of the guys, 31 other teams, or 30 other teams, they're going to be watching you play. So they're kind of getting the heads up what you are about, your identity. You know that people from your hometown, they're going to be tuned in on watching that game. And then I also had a chance to play in 2001, right after September 11th, against the Arizona Cardinals. That was the first game that a lot of people don't know. Uh, the first NFL game played after the uh, terrorist attacks. So that game was very emotional because we had a chance to really bond with people in our military, you know, and it was really tough because our country was going through a real tough transition like we're going through now. So it was real emotional when you walked on that field because you realize, man, we're not just playing for ourselves now. We're playing for so many people in this country that they can just for, if it's just for 60 minutes, they can take their mind off of what happened, which was such a terrible event in our, in our country. And we can just put a kind of an ease, you know, on people's minds because I felt like at the time we needed that. So that was huge to be the first game after the September 11th attacks. I mean, I know this is a completely different situation with what we're going through right now, but I, I can imagine the teams that play on the first Thursday night game having the Kansas City Chiefs and the Houston Texans, those players are going to feel something similar, having a rallying cry for sports being back whenever that first game is played in the NFL season this year. Yeah, because you're playing for so much more now. You know, we are going through a real tough time right now all over the world. So when you get a chance, and, and I've said, someone told me about this, they, they said this a long time ago, entertainment takes our mind off of things. It puts us at an ease. If it's just for 10 minutes, that's 10 minutes that we don't have to think about some kind of turmoil uh, that we have encountered. But when you can get just 10 minutes, or whether it's 30 minutes or an hour or three hours, that sometimes will put your mind at ease where, at, where you can be at peace just for a little bit. And I think that's what so many people right now are searching for. We're searching for peace. Now, I'm not saying that a game will give you peace, you know, tranquility, it'll put you, but for a lot of people, football puts them in a state of tranquility. No, I, allows, I completely yeah, agree. It, just, it, it allows them just to go crazy, to think about things that they, or say things that they normally don't say, to do things they normally don't do, to go outside and, and just throw up a football because they're so excited that the Titans just beat Jacksonville or something like that. It just gives you a sense of freedom. And I think that's what so many of us are searching uh, for right now because we don't have nothing. You know, I see over in, was it, uh, was it Japan or something? They just started that their major league baseball, they started playing a game, but there's no, I didn't see no people in the crowd, you know, in the stadium. We, what we need right now is just, just something to put us at ease. And mm -hmm. I think that's exactly what football does for so many of us. That's why the stadiums are packed. Because yeah. people just come to get that aggression, to get that turmoil. Or I've been at work all week. I need to go scream. I need to just let loose for an hour. And that's what sports 
it, it does for our society. It lets us go for an hour or two. And we need that, you know, and, so we don't go crazy. And on top of that, I mean, that's what people love so much about sports. And when you look at it from a broader standpoint, it doesn't matter your race, your religion, your creed. It is something where everyone comes together. That's one of the things I'm looking forward to the most because you just see people get into all these political discussions back and forth. And that leads to where, all right, let's set all that aside. We can all come together for this one moment. Yeah, because everybody can identify with one another. It's like if you're playing the Saints and you're going down to New Orleans, everybody's wearing that same black jersey, you know, saying who that. Everybody got that Breeze or, or Kamara. It, it doesn't matter. Heel jersey. You go to Tennessee, you got your, you know, your Derrick Henry jersey. You got your Tannehill jersey. But you know what? People let go. That's what you like about sporting events. It's just, a, you, you know what? It's like arguing with your wife and you're like, you know what, honey? I'm about to go to a Cowboys game. I'll be home in two hours. You go to a Cowboys game, you scream for about three hours, come back home, you don't even know what you was arguing about in the first place because you don't let everything out. That's what sports will do for us. It just lets you just get a chance to get away from everyday life, from your job, even sometimes you can bring your kids. I take my kids to a lot of the sporting events. They love it. They scream. So by the time they get home, they're exhausted. That's what you look for. You just look for a time where we can just all come together for an hour or two, we can just be one. And that's the greatest thing, like you said. There's no black, there's no white. We're all Titans fan on Sunday. You know, we're cheering for one team. We're cheering for our community because that's what they represent. They represent everything about Nashville, all the surrounding cities that make up the state of Tennessee. You know, we just, that's what you identify with. That's why so many teams identify with their sports franchises, with their teams. You know, I live in Dallas, you know, you, you can't wear a Tennessee Titans jersey on Sunday in Dallas without you're going to get ridiculed. I can't go to the store with a Denard Walker Tennessee Titans jersey on. I'm going to get beat up. You know, I'm not like that. But, you know, that's what the kind of things that you love about sports. I, I think you'd hold your own, Denard. Well, yeah, well, you know. <laughs> I mean, right now, too, it's not like Dallas has got a lot to talk about either. Exactly. So they're, they're in a little bit of a different situation. But you earlier were talking about kind of getting away and that – wanted to bring me to my next point when you're looking at the Titans schedule their farthest game out west this year is Denver and of course we're playing them on Monday night but other than that the Titans fortunately don't have to travel a lot when you were a player how much of a toll did constantly having to travel being in a different city each week affect your your mental state which then resulted in kind of how you played it can be tough at times but that's one of the things they do when you first get here they train you for that you kind of learn that in college a little bit. It's not as intense as in professional football because college, you typically have about 11 games scheduled. In pros, you have two college seasons. You play 16 games, plus you may get four or five preseason games. And depending on if you make the playoffs, you can play as much as four games if you can get to the Super Bowl. So that's two seasons right there that you only play one in college. But the thing about it is, What's taxing on a guy sometimes is, is having to, like when I played on the West Coast for the Raiders, you always had to travel on a Friday if we're going to go play in New York, you know, on a Sunday. Or if I'm playing in Tennessee, we, I remember coming back and playing ten, the Titans back in 2004. We got to travel out on a, from the West Coast. We got Maybe you got to get acclimated to the time. You know, it's, it's tough and it's also taxing on your mind as opposed to you sleeping in your own bed on a Friday 
and say you do have to that's the greatest thing about tennessee they don't have to travel far but just a couple times but they're good because everything typically is almost on the east coast so that's the advantage that they have being in nashville as opposed to say you plan for the raiders somebody and you plan a division fold like an nfc north somebody where you got to leave on a thursday or friday just to make that sunday game so you don't get jet lag yeah that happens a lot and whenever you're looking at the titans schedule right now fortunately whenever you're looking at weeks four through ten uh, the titans have six games over that stretch five of those are at home so that is something that will allow them to there's even a a month period where they don't they won't have to go on the road so that is definitely a stretch of games. You need to see them come away with several wins as you are looking towards making the playoffs because, I mean, if you can't take care of business at home, it just makes it that much harder once you actually get on the road, which the Titans, to end their season, five of their last seven games are on the road. So that can be something to really have to keep an eye on if the Titans are having to try to make another deep run like they did this season to make the playoffs, having to go on the road and really get some wins could be difficult. But whenever I look at this Titans team, that is one thing. If they're going to an area where the weather is colder, that could be to their benefit when you look at how much they try to rely on on having a more physical approach than the other teams. You just saw their will was something that led them to several wins down down the stretch. And that smash-mouth football with Derrick Henry leading that attack, that is something that I think could be to their benefit compared to some of the teams that they're having to play at the end of the year. That's how you win. And David, you hit it right on the mark. And it was something that I wanted to talk about was taking care of your home, taking care of your home base. If you don't take care of your business at home, you won't have a chance to make the playoffs. I'm going to give you a little scenario. Look at this. Who do you think won the AFC East last year? The The Patriots. Patriots. What do you think their home record was? Six and two. Who do you think won the AFC West last year? Chiefs. The Chiefs, what do you think their home record was? 7-1. Seven seven think about the AFC North, Baltimore. Ravens. They lost, what, one home game? One home game. Okay. Yeah. And who won the South last year? Houston. Houston five and three at home. There's that a division. Trip. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, that was the division that was up for the battle the, or up for grabs the most. Exactly. So the way you've got to look at it like this, you've got to protect your home base. They have to protect. It's imperative. What you do at home will determine your steps later. As far as you getting in, are you staying out? And if, if this team, they went four and four at home last year, think about it. If they get two more wins, they're six and two at home. Then they go on the road, which they're going to play with five of the last seven away. So you want to make sure that you protect your, if you don't do anything, that's one thing Jeff Fisher always instilled in his team. You take care of your stadium. That's your house. Okay. And it's hard to go into somebody else's house and win on the road. That's the toughest thing to do in professional sports, period, especially football. But when you take care of your home, you take care of your home stadium, your your house, that gives you a chance. New England's been doing that for the last, what, 10 years. I'm sorry, the last almost 20 years. They've been doing that, taking care of their home, Gillette State. They have been taking care of that stadium for the past 20 years, and look what it has equated into. Nothing but success, a dynasty. So if you want a dynasty like New England, it starts what you do on Sundays, Thursdays, or Monday at Nissan Stadium. That's where you make your money in the league. Take care of your home base. You hit it right on the money, Davey. 
when I'm, I mean, I'm looking at this schedule and I continue to go down, that's something that this year will be different. And Denard, I know you, you talk about winning at home and just a lot of teams, whenever it comes to making the playoffs and you get in that final stretch, you're playing for home field advantage for a lot of these teams. And this year is the first year where you have seven teams from each conference making the playoffs. And that is only going to allow the number one team in the AFC and the number one team in the NFC to have a bye. So like you said, you got to make sure you take care of your business at home. And then whenever it comes to playing on the road, that's going to determine who gets the home field advantage. Exactly. And especially that time of the year, because that's the meat and potatoes of the season is those last seven games. And when you get into that schedule, that's where you're going to need your big man. You're going to need a running game. You know why? Because that's where you, you're going to start seeing the weather change. Okay. Changing in the weather, the inclements of the weather. So that's going to be always a factor, especially when you talk about going to places like Green Bay in December, you know, those, those are the, th- or Cleveland, you know, they got Cleveland at home this year, but those are the things, the factors that you got to think about. That's why I've always said, you got to take care of your home base because man, whatever happens for some reason, some teams play good on the road. Some teams don't, uh, you know, from, from my playing days, we didn't necessarily always play well on the road, but we play really good at a, a Nissan stadium. And that's what you got to do. If you can pr- protect your home front, that basically almost gives you an opportunity to get one of those playoff spots. If you can just come out with a winning record, you saw the teams that I just talked about, the Patriots, the Chiefs, the Ravens, they all have winning records at home. And that gives you that advantage. So when you get into the playoffs, you're fighting for something a little bit more significant. You want that home field advantage so you don't have to travel as much. Even if you can just host a wild card game, that's one week less. If you can win it, that you have to go on the road and play somebody else at another place. And that's what happened to Tennessee last year. They had to travel. They went to, you know, had to go to New England. Then you have to turn around, you go to Baltimore. You, you know, you just, it was just too much on that team. Denard, I know we've kind of done this as a special. We had several questions come in from the tightened up mailbag. And the question I saw more than any other was wanting our prediction for what we believe the Titans record will be for the 2020 season. And so after having the opportunity to look at this schedule, and even though a thousand things will change, and I'm not going to hold it against you, what do you predict that the Titans will finish at for 2020? If they take care of business, if they pick up where they left off, and they were 9-7 and seven last year. And the and year I before that, can, and the year before, before that, that, and exactly. the year before that. So now it's time to get over the hump. So what did I just say? If they can win two more games at home, that's 11 and five, right? Yep. If my math serves me correctly, yes. So I'm going to go, and I'm going to say this is a team that, but if they take care of their business, I don't see why they can't be 12 and four when it's all said and done. I think they're that good. I think they have the capability of going 12 and four from a talent standpoint, but from someone who has watched this team over the last four years, I always feel like there's just several days they take off, and I hope that that is the Titans of old and is not going to be coming in because after watching the Titans in the Patriots dynasty in New England this past January, I want to think we're turning a new leaf. And so a lot of people I know, they're predicting that I'm going to say nine and seven, but I'm actually, I'm going to go one up and I'm going to go with 10 and six this year, which will get them a playoff spot. And really when I look at it, should win them the AFC South. 10-6 Ten and six should win you the AFC South, and that is one of the things that I know the Titans need to work on this year. Is whenever it comes 
to playing those opponents. Right now, the AFC South, there's no reason you shouldn't go 4-2 and two or better. I don't think that the Colts have the answer. I think they're coming up, but Phillip Rivers is not going to be able to do enough at quarterback. Jacksonville, they're not going to be able to give you a fight this year. They shouldn't. I know it's any given Sunday, but that's the one team that you should just take advantage of this year, get both of those wins, and you'll probably split with Houston. That seems to be the trend. So 4-2 and two in conference or in the division, and I think this team, I, I mean, I'm with you, man. They should be 10-6, and 11-5, and five, and and that's something I would love to see happen because especially when you're looking at those primetime games, get ready for another run in the playoffs and just establish a culture that the Titans are here to stay for years to come. And that's what I want to see happen. I know that's what our listeners want to see happen. Well, that's something that Coach Vrabel right now, he's addressing to his players. Do we stay stagnant or are we evolving? So the question is, is are we going to stay at this nine and seven and just, ooh, let's just hope to get in? Or are we going to take that next step? And so that, that's what they have to ask themselves as a whole, as a unit, as the franchise, as, as players, as, account, as being accountable to one another. Where are we going to take this thing? It's not going to be easy. Do we stay where we're at? Because we got one game away uh, last year from being in the Super Bowl. Or do we take that next step? That's something to build on. And when you know that you're one game away, one game, that's, that's a lot of momentum going into the season. But people, when you step into their stadium, they're looking at you now saying, hey, they're for real. So you're going to get every opponent's best game now because guess what? You made it to the AFC Championship game last year. So you have a lot of value, believe it or not. A lot of times people probably probably took this team a little lightly last year and guess what happened when they showed up they went five and two down the stretch and that's what got them into the playoffs so you got to have that 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 fighters mentality of you know it's just us against them it's us against the world because people are going to start having these expectations of you now because you went to the AFC championship it's just like the Chiefs everybody's predicting in Vegas the Chiefs gonna win the Super Bowl again that's not a that's not a get me that's, that's something they do in Vegas. That's not, players don't look at it that way. The Chiefs, they're going to be marked men. Every time they step into a stadium, they're going to go into a hostile environment. Bullseye on because, the back. Yeah, bullseye on the back. They want you. That's the way we, when we walked at Tennessee that last year, when we walked into a stadium, people were like, listen, that's Tennessee. They're supposed to be in the Super Bowl. This, will, this can make or break our season if we beat these guys. When we played in Baltimore the first year, it was a hostile environment. Those people down there, because of what happened with the Music City Miracle, those people, when you went into Buffalo, man, they had to have armed guards <laughs> to get in and get out. It was that brutal. So that's exactly what this team has, they have to do. They got to have the mentality of, are we going to stay stagnant or are we going to take the next step? And if they feel like they're going to take the next step, and they're going to be in Tampa next year representing the AFC, then they got to have that fighters-like mentality like they had going down the stretch. That's why I said if they can pick up where they left off, I don't see why this team can't be 12-4 and four and, been play- and, they- and they're playing at Raymond James Stadium down in Tampa. Yeah, and I mean, I'm, I'm completely with you because whenever you're looking at the returning roster on both sides of the ball, offense, you got 10 of 11 starters coming back. And – when you look at the defensive side of the ball, majority of your secondary is coming back. Your linebacking core, they're coming back. The defensive line, you got a little bit of a shakeup there. But I feel like 
General Manager John Robinson has done a really good job this offseason in addressing those pieces, and we're still waiting on one piece to fall, and I do believe that Jadavion Clowney will be a Titan come 2020. So if you get him, I'm with you, man. That 12-4, and four, like that's, that's obtainable when you look at the talent. So will the Titans be able to handle all the success they had last year, build off that coming into this season, and have another chance to make a deep run in the playoffs? And that's one of the questions we're all looking to see, and we'll be here with you as the Titans begin that journey. So, Denard, do you have any parting thoughts for us today? No, you just set it up. That That's the biggest question that they will have to ask themselves, and they're asking themselves that right now. I'm sure there's a lot of guys that are working out right now, and they got what you just said is right in their minds, and they're thinking about that. Are we going to take that next step? You know, what am I doing now to prepare myself to be better, to be a better teammate so we can have an opportunity to win. That's what guys are doing right now. If you're not, if you're not working, you're not going to take that next step. And that's, that's the key is, and that's what guys are asking. They're going through that, what you just said. Are we going to take this next step as a franchise and not just settle, any, you know, no longer for a nine and seven record? We know we're better than that. So again, a few victories here, that can change the course of your whole season. And that's what the, you know, they're, they're basically, they got all the pieces in place, but they got to put it together now because they got the team. Like you said, because the way free agency is now, you might not see some of these guys next year. So when you, when they say you got to go get it and get it now, you got to go get it and get it right now. That clock is ticking. And so you got to take advantage of your opportunities whenever they are presented. That's true. I know a lot of people were asking for this schedule breakdown, so we'll be able to give you more as the offseason continues. We will continue our conversation as it relates to the Titans draft picks. And at some point, we will give you a game-by-game breakdown. And I promise you that we'll do a better job than Adam Rank did last year. With that being said, Denard and I hope you have enjoyed today's bonus episode of Believe in Titans. And remember, if you enjoy the show, please subscribe and rate us on iTunes. We are available on all your favorite directories. And I'll leave you with the question, do you believe? For Denard Walker, I'm Davey Hudson. You have been listening to Believe in Titans on the Believe Podcast Network. And as always, tighten up. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.